Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rest Easy. I'm Terrence White. Well, last week I talked about the importance of understanding our learning abilities and how to move forward with the information that is out there for us if we do the research. Now, while writing my book, Rest Easy, I took the time to look things up before I decided to include anything in print. That small amount of work protects me and anyone I talk about. The premise of my book centers around life's journey and how to improve ours. Now, each week, I present a podcast that usually focuses on the dynamics of what I just talked about. In order to present myself and my book, I use social media. So, I'm on social media quite often. Over the last month, actually the last few months, I have had face-to-face conversations with people who have dropped out of the social media world because they became concerned with all the misinformation that flows so freely across the screen. Now, I'm still a member of what I call the Church of Latter-day Internet Scribes, otherwise known as social media. But I understand why my friends have moved on. I, on the other hand, stay because Well, I need free marketing, and I do love some of the friends that I still have hanging out out with me there. When I see someone post their opinions regarding anything they know nothing about, I usually scroll by and look for the next joke. From time to time, I will stop and humor myself with these blurbs of misinformation. You know who you are. Keep in mind that social media is my vehicle to the rest of the world because it is free. It would be helpful if all, if we all thought of social media as a group of us sitting in a circle in a room and we're free to say whatever is on our minds, but we're actually face to face with our oratorial opponents. I'm sure any of us would be more careful with the sounds that come out of our mouths. So I think to myself that I could tolerate a little bit of stupidity as long as I can still get the word out about my book. I even created a Facebook page for this, named after the book called Rest Easy. On my page, you can listen to my podcast, or you can read my blog, or you can look through my website. By the way, that is www.resteasybook.com. Again, that's www.resteasybook.com resteasybook.com Well, I'm here to report 
that I have hit a brick wall regarding my tolerance towards the misinformation on social media. The other day I was sitting in the hospital with my mask on while my wife was having an echocardiogram. Now, I'm not happy with the thought that she has to go through things like this, but it's necessary. And by the way, she's fine, in case anybody was wondering, just precautionary work. Now, as I was scanning the internet's rendition of speak before thinking, a certain post reminded me of the days when I would light up a cigarette and puff away. I was constantly reminded of the health problems created by my cigarette smoking. Good citizens would inform me of the risk that I was taking and the toxins that I was releasing for others to enjoy. All of this is evident in studies around the world, but I didn't care. I usually would shrug them off as I would a Hare Krishna. Now there's nothing wrong with reminding people of the dangers of things like smoking. It's easy to research and agree that smoking is bad for everyone. It's just that when you are addicted to something, being reminded of its dangers just rubs you the wrong way. So, to take this a little farther, let me tell you where that got me right after this short break. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, as I was talking about my old smoking habit and the reminders of its dangers to many non by many non-smokers whom I never took seriously, well, I'm pleased to inform you all that after a major heart attack and then an emergency triple bypass 11 years ago, I am now smoke-free. Now, that doesn't mean that I have joined the ranks of bothersome pests who go around reminding everyone of the dangers of smoking, but I am much more attuned to the reality of how addictive smoking is, and addiction is dangerous. Now, before I go any further, Remember that phrase, addiction is dangerous. So now, there's a new product out there that has hit the clean airwaves over the last few years. The introduction of vaping has caught the attention of young children and adults. At first, it seemed to be a harmless alternative to tobacco. But after close investigations, it turns out that vaping is more dangerous than tobacco. 
look it up. There's more nicotine. And now you have these little metal shavings being found in the lungs of those who vape a lot. Now, my physical therapist, Anne, and I talked about lung damage and she reminded me that our lungs do not repair themselves like other organs. After we damage them, they are left with just a small section of, of what they call good lung muscle. If we are going to go on living, we need to learn how to work with what we have left. Now, I'm not ready to move on to the big bouncy castle in the sky, so I'm going to listen and learn from Anne. With what I have left, this is scary to me and should be to everyone. Imagine a young, otherwise healthy, say high school age person having difficulty breathing because they became addicted to vaping. This would ruin that person's entire life. It'll shorten their lifespan. It'll limit their ability to do any sports and most jobs. And now I'm considered disabled because of my limitations caused by well, my life choices, such as smoking. I could be the poster child for what not to do. Well, <clears throat> I'm reading a news story about our governor and how he happens to be handling the news that our state here in Missouri had become the epic center for a new COVID variant and all these people taken up hospital bed space and dying in big numbers are people who decided that vaccines do doesn't work or they have a right to not be vaxxed or wear a mask. What I take from this is that people in general become addicted to many things. Sometimes it's their freedom from progress that can just say that some of us get comfortable with our current living conditions and we don't want anything to come between us and that. Case in point, my wife and I have been sleeping on a mattress for well over 20 years. The mattress became the reason for many back pains and sleepless nights. My wife would sleep in the other room many nights because both of us snored too loud. We didn't do anything about it because we subconsciously conditioned ourselves to deal with the crippling discomfort as it continued to get worse. In other words, we didn't want to rock the boat to what we considered our normal lives. After a while, we both decided it was time to deal with our problem and 
get a new bed. So we did. And we now sleep together comfortably without interruption from snoring or discomfort. So now, getting back to the article about our governor from Missouri. It was bad enough and I was starting to get a little hot under the collar, but then I decided to read some of the comments. Now, remember, the first part of my rant here today, remember me explaining that before I put anything out there, I research first because I need to protect myself and anyone I'm talking about. Well, unfortunately, there's an entire population of people out there who have never heard of that rule. I read a post that declared gospel towards the idea that scientists are wrong, but old Cooter down at 7-Eleven tells me he knows the real truth. Now, I'm really pissed because I am vaccinated and now I should be free from wearing a mask, but thanks to my old friend Cooter and his half-baked family of backwoods monster truck in-laws, I have to continue wearing a mask. Just about that time as I scroll past the den of mental deficiencies, I see a post from a nice young lady who informs me that life is a gift. Okay, so now I'm about to blow a head gasket. If she thinks, after reading comments from this last post, that life is a gift, she has to be on really good medications because a gift is supposed to be something nice. Our human race has taken this life thing and turned it into a screaming cow turd. We follow laws that keep us alive like speeding speed limits and obeying crosswalks, but we'll be damned if anyone with a 10-year doctorate in infectious disease will tell us that vaccines work and vaping is bad. Life is not a gift. Life has become an avenue for us to disgrace the very idea that we exist. We don't trust science, but we will give our last dollar for a smoke or a vape. When we do get sick, well, by God, it's our right. Never mind the people who love us and count on us to be here for them. It's more important to look cool for the camera. And now, to top it all off, there's a weed out there that is spreading across our country like, like crazy, and it's called poison hemlock. If ingested, it will kill people and pets. If you touch it, you will whelp up like a blowfish and will be immediately in medical need. Now, it looks harmless and even kind of baby breathish. Look it up. Do your research. 
Again, this weed is called poison hemlock. So, there's no shortage of stuff that could derail our everyday lives. I wish there was, but if we were on our guard, we could prevent these from killing us. It's a mindset. We need to train ourselves to be prepared to make lifestyle changes in order to protect ourselves and the people around us. In my book, I talked about the glory of life's journey. We can make each day a great day. But we need to be prepared for roadblocks and devise ways to work around them. Just ignoring their existence will not help. In fact, it could shorten our journey. So, do we recognize our enemies and work to address them? Or do we allow them to take control of our lives and shorten our lifespan? If we can remember that our enemies are the diseases and the poisons that creep into our lives and take our loved ones before their time, then we can condition ourselves to guard against them instead of fighting the messengers. Let's just, it's just a matter of understanding that we are all susceptible to addiction because addiction comes in many forms. Being unwilling to vaccinate because you have a right not to be stuck by a needle is just another way of being a slave to your addiction to your way of life. And may the life-saving serum be damned. My hope for humanity is that we get back to becoming addicted to each other. That we cling to the idea that we must protect ourselves so that we can protect those around us. The word love gets thrown around like a dodgeball. Let's think back to the time when we fell in love with someone. How did that feel? We can fall in love again, but we need to let go of our addiction to the things that we are killing ourselves with. Those addictions are disguised as love. So, if, if there is a mask that needs to be pulled down, well, I would have to say that this is the one. So, thank you all for listening today. I hope I reached someone, even if it was just one. So, until next week, this is Terrence White, and rest easy.